0: hundred meters left to go, went to the
1: lead, to deal, the the Welcome back to Bris Vegas, our Queensland Winter Carnival Racing Show, brought to you by topsport.com.au and punningform.com.au. I'm your host, Scoot, and I'm joined by Johnny McLeod and Turbo Tommy, the Windsor Weasel himself, Tommy Henjack. How are you, guys? Yep. Good. Good Thanks, Chris. Good.
0: Good. Yes, Tom. I still haven't got the skirt off for the Sadie business. I'm,
1: uh, I'm hanging on to it. I can't uh, can't find a winner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's been a challenging carnival. I think the bookies have still got the upper hand up in Queensland. Uh, this is our tenth and our final show for the uh, the winter carnival, and now uh, we'll go into uh, hibernation down here in uh, freezing cold Melbourne. And Spare a thought for you boys, uh, in lockdown up there, It's uh, you were giggling and you've uh, had an easy run of it, but uh, four cases and uh, the b- batting down the hatches up there, absolute madness.
2: <laughs> yep, we've had a lean week at our back bet yesterday and now we've got to try to find a winner and it's just absolutely pouring rain down here in Brisbane and I don't think it's any better up at the sunny coast. Let's uh, let's have a quick recap of last
1: week. There was a couple of uh, really impressive winners. The first one was uh,
2: Kaka. Looks like a progressive little runner there. Yep, uh, she or he, sorry, is a half brother to Melody Bell. Uh, they went really slow in front, but Kyle never really let her um, let him off the leash. Sorry, um, ripped home in really good sectionals for the day, but it was a sit and sprint. But yeah, it was a funny race because eighteen hundred meter two year olds. Um, the rest of the day was a bit of a fiasco with the Sydney jockeys being pulled the day before um, with the COVID kind of what do you call it? Lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, the co- I, climate. I guess it's just a lifestyle these days. Um, <laughs> Sydney jockeys weren't allowed to come up. So there was, I was definitely pulling my hair out. I think it was Thursday night that, to see who was going to get booked on some of these rides. Odium got replaced, J Mac, uh, Andrew Mallian went on, had to, reprice that with the new jockey ratings and it's fair to say i didn't have odium uh close to where i had it pre that um even though i do think she was very disappointing in the tats tiara uh tefane is just absolutely flying craig williams just put her into the race said he was going to be here i'm going to come out now and i'm just going to be too good for you all mm, and uh it was I was
1: surprised. Like, yeah, he did. He took uh, all the luck required out when he settled much, much closer. I settled in the first half of the field, and it was a, a canny ride. But we spoke about it on the Bet Doctor show earlier today, and uh, Walt and I were quite astonished that so many Queensland jockeys remained close to the fence. Like, it was so obvious for so from so early in the day, and Craig Williams just schooled them all day and. As the day wore on, I just got more and more confident that Tefane was going to be in the right spot because none of these jockeys uh, had a left blinker, as as Walt would
2: say. What are your thoughts there? Uh, Well, it's funny you say that because before the meeting, we were up in the grandstand looking at a few jockeys walking the track, and lo and behold, who was the one out there with the stick checking where the best part of the track was? It was Craig Williams. Um, There was a couple others walking out there, but I think they were just out there having a ciggy. (laughs) <laughs> um, even Actually, Scissorhands went out there and had a, uh, a quick look, but it's fair to say that Craig Williams does his homework and it sure does pay off.
1: Mm, uh, Scissorhands is Mark to bless us if you're joining us for the first time. And was the horse that uh, everyone found. It was super short, but it absolutely uh, streeted his rivals. It was an amazing performance and... We were sort of worried about the uh, the quick backup from Ipswich Cup Day, and thought, oh, maybe it's a better idea to get this horse uh, into the paddock and save him for the spring. But Johnny McLeod, I might let you feel this one. He uh, he toyed with him, and he's going to be uh, a real big player, isn't he in spring?
0: Yeah, I think, I think he is. He's definitely. I was sort of thinking I probably would have um, you know put him in the paddock and then tried to win a couple of lead-up races going into to get into the Caulfield Cup and that. I think he's been rated um, high enough now to possibly even get into the into the cup. They've 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 really boosted his rating, which you can't deny. What the sectionals are saying and uh, how he's been winning, he just lengthens at the right time. He's just and he's a he's a good looking type that hasn't you know he's going to come back stronger. Um, so. He's just a lovely, lovely um, animal and uh, there's nothing, you can't sort of deny what he's doing. You know, there's a, I was probably thinking he's going to be a chance in, you know, like a Ballarat Cup or something like that. I didn't know whether he could get to the you know, Caulfield Melbourne Cup type of scenario. But um, after watching him the other day, just the way he just put him to the sword and he, they ran him along quickly and then he actually has got the audacity just to put a gap in it. So mm.
1: he's
0: a good horse, he's a good horse.
1: And, uh, Tommy, were you mentioning to me offline the other day that uh, you had a bit of an incentivized story? Was it maybe from the Sunshine Coast? Is, is there a backstory to this horse, a sick beat somewhere,
2: or he pulled your pants Yeah, out? I'll have to – oh, quickly, I'll look it up again, but we're back with <laughs> this horse called Rations up at the Sunny Coast. Um, off its last start run, it run it charged through the line going up in distance to a big track, and we were just all over it. Johnny and I, we've made the track up, the track up to there, Clounder on the Sunday, um, sure enough, this horse is just, the market's been with it. Incentivize is coming off a Toowoomba loss, albeit it was very unlucky. It hadn't shown a whole lot of talent. Um, I'm pretty good friends with Steve Tregea and um, I always have a chat to him at the races and he wasn't up there on the Sunday. So I was pretty confident that the horse probably wasn't, Well, incentivize I'm talking about, wasn't going to go much good. So... <laughs> we're so confident on rations and just at the 600 this horse just starts steaming from the back and goes straight past it gives it windburn and wins by four lengths at 20 to one Ugh. and johnny and i are just staring at each other like what has just <laughs> gone on <laughs> like where is this thing come from it's gone like an absolute lead jet and um sure enough we piled into rations next start um, i think it was like a four or three day backup and it got the chockies for us but um, that was our kind of claim to fame with incentivize getting knocked off at Cloundras at 20s at one start. Wow well, gee uh, we won't uh, see that price and you just dream, as
1: an owner you just uh, you dream of those sort of days at the races it's uh, it's all about uh, the Caloundra cup. This uh, this Saturday, and it's our final show. So the boys I know love betting at that track, uh, and I certainly do. It's a big, roomy track. You got the big crown there, and horses can most horses get their chance. So absolutely uh, thrilled to preview the Cal Loundra Cup and the Glasshouse Meeting today on the show. And we're also going to have a look at the Provincial Stays Final. It's a Benchmark eighty. But first, I think we're going to spear into race four. I think Johnny McLeod's trying to trigger me here. And it's a horse that uh, cost me a severe amount of money on uh, Stradbroke Day and JJ Atkins Day. It was the missing leg of a multi, and I would have won a new car. But uh, it's race four. We're going to have a look at early. It's the Martin Collins Australia Open Handicap over a thousand meters, and the horse I'm talking about is GTT. Cost me a fortune. Johnny was tipping it 360. It is opening uh, favourite here. Got totally charmed. Six into four eighty. Jammy Lady. Five fifty. Bold style six fifty, little bit of money for just orm seven fifty. It's in from eight, and then uh, I've got an L twelve into eleven dollars. But uh, we're going to have a look at a replay of GTT winning a few starts ago. Johnny, take us away in the purple. Um,
0: okay, this is GTT back in the field in the purple um, with the blinkers and the white face coming to the outside now. He did come in the right part of the track this day and we were tipping him pretty strongly um, thinking this could happen, uh, the fence being off and him being in the right part. But he just charged to the line and really put a gap in him. Now, I'm sort of thinking that this possibly could happen again on the bigger track here now at the Sunshine Coast. I you know, as we said, uh, we were all on it the other day and it just didn't put in now. He's a big horse. Um, he may not have handled Eagle Farm. Um, and I'm just sort of thinking back to the 1,000 on a wet track. You know, he's got the fitness to run out the 1,200, and a lot of these horses are 1,000-meter horses or, or horses that are first up from a spell. So I just think there's a few holes in this market, like, you know, Just very in and out. Um, Jemmy Lady you know, just got to go to the breeding barn. She just hasn't performed at all. She's as big as a house and they just can't seem to get any weight off her. I've got an Elza Deaf from the 1,000 metre horse, totally charms first up from a spell and he's got a ping and just has a few little problems, I think, this horse. And I just think he might he might find uh, the wet track or heavy track a problem. Uh, Jarden Rouge didn't go too bad and both styles very in and out. Bring it home, Pops been just having two or three starts every preparation, so disappointing horse we bought a zoo got beaten at doom in midweek and he can start one a clounder first up over a thousand but weak horses so there's a lot of flaws in a in a lot of these horses where gtt is going to be back in the field let him go there should be good speed up front come to the middle of the track where that where the uh the the mound is and he shouldn't be too powerful i just think uh, he's the right horse here
1: mm, so yeah he, uh... It's a race full of cats. These uh, these horses are yo-yos. They're so up and down. Uh, what about you, Tommy Turbo? Can you
2: forgive this horse, GTT? Yeah, that was the conversation I had with John this morning is uh, wet track. Can he handle it? But as John said, there's a lot of convictions in a lot of horses in this race. I'm surprised Jamie Lady's 550, to be honest. I think that's the whole, I think it's just simple. She hasn't come back. This preparation mm-hmm. and the blinkers going on for the first time looks an act of desperation.
0: Mm. It's funny. It's funny you're saying that 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 Jemmy Lady and Gtt are out of the same stable. You know, they've slammed Jim, you know, the blinkers on Jimmy Lady, and you've got I've got an L up in front. He might just push the button on Jimmy Lady and really rip along Set it and try up. to. Yeah, it's a possibility that could happen. You no, know, because. I would say this is her last hurrah. Yeah. So she's either going to let rip and keep going, or she's going to go to the barn and there's, you know, there's no questions asked because she's been going bad. And why not just, uh, just try something different? So if they go really helter skelter and then all of a sudden they start, pour, you know, pouring out to the middle of the track from back in the field, who's the strong one and you know the strong fit horse? Well, you know, and that's GTT.
1: Mm. He's going to run out yeah, the strong 1,000 with that 1,200 metre run under his belt. and Yeah, you probably, uh, you might be right here, Johnny. It may be uh, just a, a matter of him not letting down on that eagle farm track, which some horses can definitely do up in Queensland. Let's uh, mm. let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and preview the Caloundra Cup. But if you're uh, doing the form this weekend, make sure you try puntingform.com.au. They're Australia's number one database they're now sponsoring uh nick ashman's show on racing.com at sectional stars so those boys trust their data and uh so does johnny mcleod and uh they're a big sponsor of ours so make sure you get around puntingform.com.au we'll take a quick break and we'll come back with the calandra cup Welcome back to Bruce Vegas, our Queensland winter carnival show. I'm your host, Scoot, and I'm joined by the boys from MacBet, Tommy Turbo and Johnny McLeod, and it's time to talk Calandra Cup, absolute cracking renewal of the race this year. We're expecting a little bit of a wet track here. Stockman is the favourite, looking at the odds, courtesy of topsport.com.au. It's been backed early, $2.30 into $2.00. Woo Gok from the Chris Waller Yard has been 7 into $6.00. Flash R. Nine into 750. Happy go plucky. Uh, Big upset win in there. Ipswich Cup at around the $26 mark. $950 it is. Uh, Mirage Dancer. It's got the incentivized form. $11. Seller made $13. Loomed up uh, last start. I was uh, a little bit nervous because I wasn't on. And Humboldt Current is the other one. $13. And then you're starting to get right out in the market there with uh, Victory 8. But uh, Tommy Turbo, the uh, replay that you want to have a look at is Flash R.
2: Yep, so Flasher is the one in the black colours, was rails and run here, which was a very fast run, 21.50 metre Ipswich Cup. I've been tossing and turning on this race a lot because it comes down to how much do you trust the Ipswich Cup form. The race rated pretty good. Um, If you're trusting those ratings, then some of their horses coming out of this race uh, will give Stockman a good run for his money. Uh, What Stockman does have in his favour here, though, is he has the 2,000-meter, 2,400-meter lead-up form. He's got the fitness, and he's by Tavistock, most importantly. So you can trust that he is going to handle the wet. Just from gate 10, is going to be a long way back, and you're kind of looking through that listed Sydney form. There's horses in there like Knight's Order who we've seen come up here and dominate in that five-horse, 3,200-meter race a few um, – was that last fortnight ago? Um, and it rated really high also – it's just a really tricky race. I think there's good odds here about Flasher. I think looking on the map there, he can just sit midfield. We know he handles the wet. I know it's a unorthodox preparation going from I think he went back to a thousand to fifteen, up to twenty-one fifty. But I just really like how he charged through the line there and happy to play each way. Mm.
1: It uh it looks a uh, a real raffle outside uh, the favourite, and I know uh, I think Johnny Walter tipped up uh, Stockman in its last win on on a similar day. What uh, what were your thoughts, Johnny McLeod, about this uh, two dollar favourite?
0: It's hard to beat, you know. It's hard to get away from a you know. I'm sort of humming and ahhing about happy go lucky at twenty four hundred and flash. up, you know, God. It's been, um, surely not, just because of, you know, what it's been doing, what, you know, what what he's done to it, going from 1,000-meter races straight up to 2,400 in two or three runs or whatever, and it's got Madeline Wishart on it, you know, to win, win a, um, what is this? Is this a, a group race or a, or listed, a, listed, listed. Race, yeah, a listed race? Yeah, listed
2: race. Yeah, so
0: it's, you know, they're the two obvious dangers, and I think there's flaws in both of them, whereas the other one, you know, it powered through the line in Sydney, and um, as Tom was saying, it's sort of uh, it's got the foundation to keep on going. You know, it gave w- Wukok windburn the other day. Mm. So, you know, it's just um, it looks the right one. Up. Well, I think they bet three twenty or something like that a couple, of, mm. you know, a couple of days ago or something like around there. You know, that was that was big odds, but you know, it's going to probably start evens or you know five to four around that mark, and you know. Do you want to be tumbled in at five to four at uh 2400 meters on a heavy eight, nine, ten, you know, mm. it's, it's sort of uh, it, it sort of might be a race to just to watch for me, but I, I think it is going to be hard to beat.
1: Yeah, I was uh, I think some people will find Mirage Dancer, but uh, 61 kilos. I just think the uh, the weight that uh, Scottman's got here 55 and a half kilos versus a horse like Flash R and that you're 100 percent on the money there with the uh, the preparation it's gone a thousand meters 1500 and then 2150 uh, we mightn't have the foundation to run this out especially if uh, they start getting into the track so it's uh, it's going to be a fascinating contest but uh, I like your work uh, nonetheless uh, Tommy turbo I know uh, it's easy just to uh, barrel in and uh, tip up the favorite but uh, looking for another angle yeah something that uh, something to beat the favorite. It could be the one, but if you you didn't see its preparation, um, it's definitely the one with the wet track form that uh, is definitely capable of an upset. So uh, definitely mark that down. Let's have a look at uh, the next race, the Glasshouse Handicap. Odds courtesy of Top Sport on the screen again here. Cracking race this uh, 1400 meter event. A few horses uh, coming through the Stradbroke, but uh, Desert Lord's a favourite horse that we tipped last last time, or you boys found last time at Even Money declared it. Uh, 420 at the top of the market. Nick 550 into $5. Absolute wet tracker this horse. Uh, 950 into 850. Charlie's, $10 profit. Coventia Bay, 11 emerald kingdom 12 snitch who you boys found at ipswich eyeliner day 14 into 12 dollars and king of hastings betcha they uh wish they sold this horse to hong kong 17 dollars and it's much much better the rest but uh you boys are going to take us through uh, your glory days of uh Ippy cup day and we're going to talk about snitch and have a look at him last night
0: yeah he's that's him, what, running about sixth or seventh? Uh,
1: uh, hang on. No, yeah, in the uh, red and white. Where is he?
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, the red and white with a white face there coming to the outside, two inside. I think Boom, um, Boom Zara's on the outside. I mean, he did come down the right part of the track again this day, but just the last little bit, he really pinged the lids. Um, I think, uh, you know, he, he's just an improving type of horse, Um I don't think we've found really the bottom of him, this preparation yet. No, I, I can't see why you jump off. He's $11. He was 12 or something the other day, and he's $11 in a, not you know, in a similar type of race. Um, you know, I think Desert Lord is the big query. He hasn't got a jockey on him. Um, you know, he may not start this horse just because of how wet the track could be, but even if he starts, there is a little bit of a chink in his armour you know, over this distance, it might take his turn of foot away from him. You know, he's got a massive uh, turn of foot this horse. I think he went on the punting form stuff, he went around seven lengths above average for the class of the day for the last 200. And that's what's got him out of trouble at Dipswich. You know, he just pinged the, the last bit and just went over the top of them. Now, on a heavy track going up 200 metres, he just may not be able to do that. So, I'd probably rather him in the race, you know, because I, I'm not, I'm conceding that he's still a chance, but I've got a few little, little um, things against him because of uh, the way the track will play. And Snitches, you know, right, is going to be right there. It's going to be in the right spot. It's going to be running on. All he's got to do is beat. You know, if you take, if you take um, uh, Desert Lord out of the race, he's got to beat Nick and has got a massive weight, which I think he can probably do. I think Emerald Kingdom had a lot of favors of late, you know especially the one at doom and they're trying to come up with a reason why coventina bay has got a chance now he came down the you know the roll part of the track at eagle farm the other day and he still didn't make up that much ground mm-hmm. Charlies came came in a part the best part of the track when it won so it looks more impressive than what it actually is king hastings can't get 1400 i wouldn't think on a wet track no um, you know, then you, you get down to horses that have been, you know, going round and round a little bit. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with Snitch's form. Um, it's it's definitely it's not an $11 shot, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm quite concerned with a fair few of these runners running 1400 on the he- on the heavy track. I, it's I don't yeah. think it's uh it's it's gonna it's gonna race a lot more like a mile race. And the two mm-hmm. horses that I can see running it out strongly would be Nickanova and the horse that you found here, Snitch. And I think mm. he could back both of them and, and leave most of the others behind. I I can't yeah. discount Nicanova just given how well it uh, it handles the wet track. You saw it first up, it ploughed through uh, the mud, and I think he's mm. been okay without being enormous uh, back onto the dry surfaces. But, um, yeah, I, I think you uh, you nailed this. But six and a half kilos, Nicanova and Snitch, is that a bridge too
2: far?
0: What do you think,
2: Don? Nicanova, I think... The the key to Nikanova is actually jumping well. If he jumps with the field and can kind of push to maybe midfield, he's in with a big chance, but he does have that bad habit of missing the kick. And if he misses the kick, he's going to be dead set last from barrier 20 with 60 and a half. So it'll be a massive feat to come from there to take $6, I think. Mm. And a horse like... I'll stick stick fat with
1: Snitch. A horse like uh, Emerald Kingdom jumps back up to 59 kilos and can he run out 1400 on a on a real wet track johnny
0: i think he ran he ran a mile last time in um here
1: was that the mile when we were all oh, 1400
2: yeah 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 that's no, no, when no, rod he, was on and pushed him off the um of the rest off the crown of the track yeah
0: yeah. he just yeah he he came out to the right part and then rod pushed him over the outside so he's the problem with, with Emerald Kingdom, like two starts ago, they went slow and he was able to get away with it. The other day, he just, you know, he battled away without being anything flash. Um, and he's going to have to come out to the right spot, Frad, here to be, but he's going to be vulnerable to something just stalking him and coming wider than him. You know, there's another horse in the race. that I I just don't know what to think about is, is profit. You know, if you go on his run first up, his chance in this race at the weights but geez he went bad the other day they're sort of saying that maybe it was he just didn't handle the soft pace in the sprint um but god he gave up pretty badly you know it was a pretty ordinary run and but you know he's a one of
1: those horses. He's an oh. in those, you know. isn't a, who... what? Is he a fresh horse or this this horse is just an absolute nightmare? It's it bobs up when you when you don't want it, and then when you expect yep. it to run really really well, it uh, it lets you down.
2: Look yep. who was riding him last start, G Boss. G Boss. Well, is that a big call going uh, uh, Trege's
0: horse? They're all t- talking about putting Boss on.
1: That's yeah. A big call, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, it's firing up the Twitterati, but um, <laughs> as someone said, you only really get one sh- one crack at these are uh, lightly race horses that are zipping through to to get to a Caulfield Cup. You're absolutely bonkers if you don't go chasing the top sort of three or four jockeys in Australia. Definitely,
0: definitely. Mm. You know, he's done nothing wrong. Um, the, the kid that's been on on him, but you know, he's had you know eight and ten horse steel sort of thing, and really just taken taking the uh the problems out of the race by going forward and sitting second whereas if he's got a big field with everyone watching him and around him he's uh it's going to be a different story so you want a big head on uh on not on him the next time and i i don't know whether boss is the right way the way he's you know he used to be a good jockey and everything but he's just making too many blues for me for mine you know i can't I can't i couldn't put him on
1: No, I agree. If you're going to come to Mexico, you better use the Mexicans because you're (laughs) going to be in for a a hell of a fight. Otherwise, you'd you'd have to uh, look for someone like Huey Bowman or J-Mac if you're going to take on Jamie Carr and D-Lane and those sort of... uh World-class riders, that's for sure. Okay, so the boys are going to stick fat with Snitch. No surprise, they've got a, uh, a bucket load of money out of him last started He's switching, I'm saying, that uh, Nick and Over, especially if uh, the fence is off, it's going to be drawn wide and it absolutely loves the wet track. So it is a horse that can carry weight and uh, can pinch that one. We uh, we might take a little break and make sure uh, if you're betting this weekend, you can uh, try at topsport.com.au. They've got the protest payout, they've got odds boost, they've got same game multis, they've got all the same products as uh, the big boys. So make sure you uh, support the little guys bet australian and take on top sport they are the biggest betting bookie even though they're uh, only a small family run operation they are uh, smart cookies up there we're going to take a break and then we'll come back with the lucky last and we'll see who top sport have laid in their early markets Welcome back to Bris Vegas. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined by Tommy Turbo and Johnny McLeod from MacBet. It's time to look at the final race at the Sunshine Coast on Cup Day up there and odds courtesy of Top Sport on the screen now. We've got Derulo, we've got Jason, a favourite here, $5 into $460, La Cosmo $550, Jet Ski is $7, Dream Reacher $9, Renouf is $9, Nick and Nida, $13, Spending My Time $14, Westlink 15, Fuji Flyer, 17, and Plenty, $21. And you can get much, much better the rest. We're going to have a look at uh, the replay of Plenty, and uh, you can talk us
2: through this one, Turbo. Yep. So it'll be hard to uh, spot Plenty. He's at the back, he's got the red cap and the silver colors. Um, actually, leading, well, not leading, outside leader with the blue cap, that's Jason Derulo, who actually wins the race. But watch plenty <laughs> out the back. This was him first up off a long break. He gets absolutely no air and just absolutely looks like he's trucking and just cannot get through. Um, I really like this race. Um, you've got three kind of on pace horses in Derulo, Colpo, D tamburo and Fuji Flyer. There doesn't look to be a whole lot of speed, but I've got question marks over those two runners on a wet track over 1200 meters. I think they'll be um, getting a bit tired late. I do concede Derulo is probably thereabouts, but I think he's about his right price. Um, I think he might get out a little bit, but he's probably a horse I'll end up saving on. Um, There's two horses in this race, El Cosmo and Jet Ski. Um, El Cosmo had the absolute dream run last start on a nine meter rail um, from gate one, just flopped there and controlled the race and won. The figures out of the race weren't anything spectacular and now has to do it from gate 15. Um, I think it's going to be a much trickier run here and to take the $5, dollars five fifty on offers a bit um, would be difficult. I think jet skis a horse from gate two is going to be a long way back. Um, I know John kind of good mates with the owners or ex-owners, but... For mine, he's been a bit costly. He doesn't have a lot of gate speed. He's going to need a lot of favours. to t- So to take $7 on a wet track's a bit concerning as well. So the horses I've gone looking for are horses that are going to be definitely strong over the 1,200, handle um, the wet and look to be primed for this race. One of those being Plenty, I think that first out run was very, very good. Um, gets Brad Stewart on here from Gate 10. Hopefully I think he can lob midfield just a little bit worse. It'll be coming down the right part of the track by zoo star. They handle the wet probably didn't come up last preparation, but I think there was enough there in the trials and first up to suggest he's back, uh, going off the preparation two ago, where he was being horses like totally charmed pinnacle star elixir and whatnot. That would hold him in strong stead here. Um, the other horse I went looking for was Westlink. Now, Last start was very disappointing, but did get galloped on. So there's a fair excuse there. It's just if he if he didn't hurt it too badly and he's still up to the mark, you go off that run two starts ago behind Superium, Gensar the Wolf, Dr. Why Not, and then the runs prior around like Baller and whatnot. Um, Westlinks a huge shout here, especially from gate seven. We'll land about midfield. This is the run I was talking about. He's in the green cap with the orange silks. Coming to the outside, outside of like Superior. He's just absolutely trucking this horse. The market keeps underrating him. And like I said, if he has got over that injury, okay, then he's in with a huge shout. We get scissor hands off and get Justin Huxtable on, who's a strong rider. And most of all, this horse handles the wet. We saw it Doombin a couple of starts ago. He was chasing a horse like Shy Jin and Canapes with dead set wet trackers. So those are the two I'll probably go looking for and chop on Darulo, but I'm keen to take on horses like Jet Ski, El Cosmo. Mm, I, uh, gee, I like
1: both those replays. I uh, love the finish of Westlink there, Turbo, and uh, Plenty. I think I might have even uh, snuck a bet on that one at uh, the Gold Coast, and I can remember that uh when it was held up. I think uh, I like what you're doing here. When you first uh, picked this race, I thought, well, he's gone for this absolute chook raffle here, but uh, you've jagged a couple of big prices, and... It's uh, Ipswich Cup Day. You found a $28 chance and snitch at uh, the big odds too. So you are a bit of a roughy uh, king. You can uh, you can definitely find the value. And uh, I can't find a reason where I'd want to lay those horses at the big quote. So $15 for Westlink and $21 for plenty. You, know, you don't have to have much on and you might uh, collect plenty there. And I uh, I think what you've said is makes a heck of a lot of sense. Let's have a look at uh, the Top Sport Big Bets last week uh you would have found tafane at six dollars if you had a followed the money in there but uh this week we've got race six number nine tamild at uh, one thousand at 550 in the wink stakes is that a bit uh you' like to hold boys
2: not really
0: i um, i haven't got it around about that price but i know that the horse is flying it's only a it's a lightly framed athletic type and it's going to be suited on this track and it's going to come power and sort of thing, so I can see uh, how they've tumbled into it. I, I was hoping I could get it a bit shorter than what I've got, it, but um, it seems like it's a fairly even type of race. But um, you know, if they are if they are sort of steaming down that middle of the track, uh, it, it's going to be the one in the right spot. That's for sure.
1: Okay, and uh, the other one is race nine, number fifteen. Perfect aim, two hundred and fifty at sixty-one dollars in the lucky last turbo Uh,
2: someone's had to throw out the stumps here and what are you thinking Yeah, I'll I'll, actually if you go off kind of what he was doing at the end of last preparation there was actually a run he won a no metro um, what do you call it no metro wins race here I think it was on um, that Caloundra Cup day or whatever it was um, beating ski and what the fuss and towards the end of that prep he was actually stringing some nice runs together but I think he's been a bit playing this preparation. Maybe he's ready to do something fifth up, but I think definitely from the gate, he's going to be in the right spot and ready to do something now.
0: What do you think of Dream Reacher in that race, Tom?
2: Dream Reacher? That was the one that was steaming home behind El Cosmo last start, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen on. that one of your Black Bookers. Yeah.
0: I was just surprised at how, um, how it, it went from first up to second up, and he's had that big, long break, and – you know he's the improvement he made from that first up to second up. He makes it again. Um, he's right in this race, this source, but you know, it does scare the hell out of me. After 539 days off, he must have done a suspensory or something, and, and then onto a wet track. It's that's a, that is it is a worry, but he did go good.
2: Yep, and he's by a snitzel, so you know, you'll handle the wet. It's just he does have tricks, he can be a bit fidgety in the gate, So if he misses a start, I think he might be in a bit of trouble. But he did go good the other day behind El Cosmo. Mm. okay so
1: uh some value uh hunting throughout the day gtt can we forgive that it'll be interesting to see if he can turn things around on a Sunshine Coast surface that's going to be wet. Uh, Flash R, you've gone looking for value there to beat uh, Stockade in the Caloundra Cup. Plenty and Westlink at good odds also. And Snitch, you're going to butter up. And I'm going to have a sneaky little saver bet for Nick uh, Nikanova. I'll be filthy if he goes around on a wet track. There's no way I can't uh, be with that runner. It's been a pleasure for the last 10 weeks, boys. I'm sure it's uh, the, not the last time that you will uh, see you guys on Little Birdie. Uh, if uh, the viewers at home want to follow your tips, how can they do that?
0: Just head over to macbet.com.au and uh, I think uh, James will, will give James a call. It's on the, the numbers on the website and he'll set you up and put you onto to the, uh, the, what's it called? The WhatsApp um, group?
2: The WhatsApp group,
0: the the port- WhatsApp group which yeah. uh, we send out all our information and updates and lots of stuff and uh, hopefully we can find a winner. We've had a bit of a, Bit of a year so far. We've had six months of um, going very good, and uh hopefully, we can hold it together for the next six.
1: No doubt you will. And hopefully, by uh, Gold Coast Magic Means time, uh, we can get back up there and uh, say good day. I'd love to uh, be able to get up there and do another stream and uh, spend a couple of weeks up on the Goldie with you lads in the flesh. Hopefully, all this COVID nonsense can go away. Uh, a big thanks to both of you guys for the carnival. Your insights have been fantastic. You've uh, popped a few winners. You've found a couple of shorties that we can steam into and horses to follow throughout the carnival. So it's been uh, fantastic tipping on your behalf. And a big thanks to our major sponsors, topsport.com.au and punningform.com.au for their continued support for Little Birdie. It's, uh, they're the big brands that the Professionals Trust, so make sure you uh, give them a go and support the show. But uh, that's a, a wrap from me and a, a big thanks. Thanks, guys.
0: That's been great. Thank to speak. You know, Doing a really good job with Little Birdie. I think um, it's new and it's different and it's uh, it's something that everyone should get behind.
1: Yeah, we're uh, we're trying our best to uh, look beyond the obvious. It's easy just to uh, steam into every favorite every week, but uh, we'll get more of these guys' uh, insights, and uh, we can't wait for the Little Birdie app to uh, drop. Or oh, it's already in the app store, but uh, we're just working out a couple of bug- bugs. So uh, mid July we'll uh, be starting some more partners clubs, more syndicates and uh, all automated and all off the app. So uh, be much, much easier to follow these guys' tips and uh, we can't wait to bring that to you. So big thanks and uh, continue to uh, bet into the Queensland Racing. They're doing a great job. Minimum bet laws have also opened up there. So finally, you can get on uh, the minimum bet limits. So... Make sure uh, you're keeping your bookie honest and uh, make sure if you've got any bets getting rejected, uh, you tell us or uh, you tell whoever they're licensed because uh, punters deserve a fair fair go and uh, Top Sport and uh, Little Birdie are big for giving those punters a fair go. Make sure you follow us on Little Birdie TV or you can jump on Apple uh, or Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever you get uh, your podcasts. But uh, good luck and I hope you do well Calandra Cup Day.